welcome to another episode of the Music Is Life podcast at Raglan McLean. And on tonight's episode, I am joined by Dominic and Dylan, who are in a band called Deadwood Honey from America. How are you guys? Oh, we're doing great. Awesome. Thanks for having us. Oh, I'm so excited to have you on this episode, just discussing your music, your band, your inspirations, what your music taste is, just everything music. And I'm so thankful that you came on and we thank you so much for having us everything yeah (laughs) it's no bother so let's go back to the beginning and we'll get into um your band dead with honey in a little bit but i always like to ask my guests what type of music did you listen to when you were teenagers teenagers Uh, yeah you you could go first dylan oh all right so (laughs) when i was a kid i was really like pretty straight in the like old school thrash and death metal and black metal um until i was probably let's say 13 or 14 and started taking music lessons and then you know kind of figured out that all that i really liked about that kind of music was that i really like classical music um so then i got really into classical music and jazz and stuff and kind of went from there and you know i think um tried to find as much weird music as I could and just explore because I was taking lessons from a really, really cool guy who, you know, unfortunately passed away now, but um, he just instilled in me, like, that you should just be a student of music if you're a musician and not pigeonhole yourself in any any one thing. Well, that's so cool. Such a variety as well. I love how it was, like, the thrash metal that was classical and into jazz, I've heard quite a few musicians that I've had on here say that they were heavily influenced by jazz and listened to it as well. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I would say that's still, I'm, I'm sure Dominic would agree, like one of our biggest influences is just jazz music. I think a lot of what we try to do, we still, um, you know, a lot of how we record and how we make music, we'll have, you know, chord charts roughly, and then most of it's improvisational or we'll have a theme that we improvise on, so... And then plus my uh, parents had a bunch, huge record collection. So I listened to a lot of classic rock, like The Doors and um, Led Zeppelin, The Beatles, stuff like that. Um, They would play jazz and they would play like, uh, you know, Miles Davis, John Coltrane. Um, But before I was a teenager, I was into like MC Hammer and Criss Cross and stuff. Oh, yeah. I remember (laughs) Uh, I was actually in the rap before I even knew what music was, like Cypress Hill, Dr. Dre, and um, stuff like that. Cheesy, cheesy R&B music. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. That's, again, like such a variety you're into as well. And I love how you're into rap. Um, I'm hugely into rap, like Public Enemy. They're my favorite. You can't go wrong with them. I don't know if you're a fan of oh, them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Who is it? Public Enemy. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And ice cube. That that is it's so interesting though. Use both like had such a variety of music taste when you were younger. Cause uh, like some of you know, when I find like going back to teenage years, I know for me it was mostly like emo music, like my Kim Chromas. You know. Um and things and things See, like that. And <laughs> for me that's stuff that I like 
didn't listen to when I was a teenager that now as an adult I've discovered. I'm like, oh, these guys are great. Why didn't I listen to these guys, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> I, I think that's, that's always a great thing, too, is to discover something old that's, you know, new to you. Oh, definitely. I think it's so like so cool how that happens. You know, everybody else is into like these big major bands when you're younger, but you yourself, like you're not into them. And then as you get older, it's like you start appreciating exactly. You know, I still still listen to some of that old stuff. You know, it's oh for sure. It it never goes out. Yeah, every every so often we'll have a hellacious Friday night online. We got to put on Slayer to get through it or something. You know. Um, I do is like I'm not really a massive fan of like Anthrax, but I do love their song that they did with Public Enemy. Oh yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I think that was like probably to me like the first kind of like major rap and metal group that kind of did a song together. Like for me, I know Aerosmith on DMC. Oh yeah, yeah, that's still a great song too. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that, and yeah, then you know, cool. over here we had some more underground stuff like Head P, and you know, I, I, you know, a couple other ones, but um, I would say the best like rock rap group would probably be Rage Against the Machine. Say, they're just probably you know, just the and they were, I mean, they're just still fantastic as you know, like activist musicians. Yeah, yeah, I. 100% agree with you. They're like one of my favorite bands. It's like Nirvana for me is number one, but then it's oh, yeah. age. But oh man, yeah, they are an amazing band. I was meant to see them last year, but then obviously like COVID hit, and I was absolutely devastated because like all the uh, concerts got cancelled because it was going to be like finally a chance to see them live. But then COVID came along and all music got cancelled. Yeah, that was yeah. a fun one. We missed out on so many good shows last year. Oh, tell me about it. But at least I think um, things like getting back to normal, hopefully mm-hmm. soon. At least all with the new music, we'll have something to look forward to. Yeah, and no, we're looking forward to all of it. Yeah. So just to kind of like round up uh, our kind of flat, uh, back to the past kind of thing, could you name your favorite band as a teenager if you could, or your favorite song? Um. So when I was a teenager, my favorite band was Megadeth, like by far. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I try. Yeah, I think I probably tried to learn every bass line on every album they had. You know, um, I was so into <laughs> it. Like just the writing that Dave Mustaine and Dave Ellison uh, created for a lot of their. You know, it, I I found it hugely influential because they drew from so many different influences uh jazz and folk and classical music that you know as a kid who doesn't know shit about music it was a great way to get kind of a crash course in songwriting <laughs> yeah kind of like of your education as well oh, yeah. that's so cool what about you though uh, um i was really into nirvana when i was a young teenager and utero was a, like my favorite album um that song radio friendly unit shifter um that really, I thought that was so original with the sound effects starting, and that whole album is great. Um, I still listen to it once in a while, and it's still great. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's hard to pinpoint a favorite band, but um, I would say like them and Green Day from the beginning, just because I was learning power chords and I could just sit there and figure out what they're doing. And um, it was a lot of fun to play along to them. So it just kind of made sense to me. Um, and then um, in my later teen teenage years, I listened to like, a lot of uh, social distortion and no effects. Um, I think, I don't know if you've heard no effects, but they have this song called the decline. It's like an 18 minute long song. Um, it's probably the best punk song of all time. Um, not all their stuff is good, um, but they have a lot of good stuff Lou. Um, their newer stuff isn't that great, but I feel like they'll eventually make good stuff again. <laughs> I've just written them down because I'm going to give them a listen because these are some bands that I've I think to yeah, you got to listen to that song, The Decline. It's really when, good. When Dom and I first got together as a band, I think both of us were listening to a lot of Mars Volta too. You know, so oh, cool. the that that formed a lot of what we started doing and and like minus the bear and that kind of stuff. Yeah, so. Is it what music do you listen to now? Like, do you think your music taste has changed, or do you think it's still the same, but you know, it's more, it's like more of a, of a variety now? Um, I would say it's changed. Um, I just, you know, wanted to push myself musically, and I've always liked a variety of music, but I would say, uh, nowadays I listen to like Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, uh, Tom Waits um shaky graves um dr dog between the barrier to me uh lamb of god they're a great metal band super technical their stuff is hard to play so i always i always love trying to fit or like looking up tabs or videos on youtube and really pushing myself to learn how to play it and i think i do a pretty good job of it um it definitely makes me a more rounded musician um i like converge a lot they're out of boston they're they're like a crazy metal band uh mastodon uh of course the doors uh i like a lot of like soul music too like charles bradley james brown uh sly and the family stones Uh, i like the roots a lot i'm from pennsylvania originally so um i think they're the best hip-hop group of all time because they actually use instruments and yeah man um, they just ton of talent i have to agree with that yeah um the mars volta of course they're super awesome uh definitely pushing the boundaries musically uh flamenco music i've been into like classical and flamenco uh paco de lusa um huge influence recently he's he's amazing i don't even know how he plays half half the stuff he does uh Wes Montgomery is great. Bella Fleck, um, Lettuce, great jam band. Um, Malvish New Orchestra. You know the list goes on. I could just keep going on. Yeah, I, know. I think I think that's <laughs> enough for now. Yeah, right. <laughs> and how about oh, you? For, what what for me, um, music do you listen to? You know, I'm kind of similarly uh, like with Dom. You know, I try to just always be searching for new music to listen to um i listen to a lot of like 
Spanish and Latin music, music from Central America, um, lot, a lot of that kind of stuff. I'm a sucker for like, like mid '60s, mid '70s Spanish music that's like really melodramatic and over the top, and like I, I just love that kind of stuff. Um, and then you know, I listen to still a lot of jazz, a lot of blues, um, quite a lot of hip hop. Um, you know, anything Wu Tang affiliate or MF Doom or anything like that. I, I love Jedi Mind Tricks. Um, and then uh, still classical music. I'm trying to always be learning. And, um, you know, I, I, I love uh, trying to learn classical guitar because I never actually learned that um, taking lessons or anything. So it's just a really different way to look at the instrument that's pretty challenging to my brain so i i try to learn some classical standards and um you know out of that like i, I love listening to augustin barrios um there's a couple of different albums that the guitarist john williams are recorded and i think they're probably unparalleled technically like john williams plays the great paraguayan guitarist augustin barrios is one of the most incredible albums and recordings of guitar uh, master I've ever heard in my entire life and then you know I still like to have fun and listen to like you know Steve Vai or Dream Theater those kind of super technical progressive bands and you know I can never get through more than about 20 minutes of it because it's just too damn much but it's like <laughs> I still like hear how much you cannot do you know what I mean like oh no no I can't do that you know it's, it's nice to have that it's, it's humbling so but that's what that's what yeah. I feel about this band called Between the Buried and Me. They're oh, just, those guys are amazing. Uh, yeah, they are. Yeah, this stuff's yeah. great. Um, so I can listen to them all day, and then some days I just they're just too much, and I can't listen they're to them for more than twenty minutes. Yeah. But like, you have to be in the you have to be in the mood, you know. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Isn't isn't it interesting with some bands? It can't be like that. It's like you have to be in a certain mood. Yeah. To listen to them. And I think that's like the biggest thing for me yeah. with music is just whatever I'm kind of feeling right then I'll go for. It. I listen to a lot of like, you know, country and bluegrass and that kind of stuff too, especially at work. You know, it's great work music. So. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Just to come back as well, when you said that um, like Central American, South American music, you're yeah. a big fan of that. Um, I, d- I don't know if you've heard of this. Um, guitarist and singer his name's Silvio Rodriguez he's from Cuba um if you haven't yeah if you have yeah, no it's great oh, or like uh Mon Laferte oh, have you heard amazing. of her she's at uh Chile amazing amazing music I think so. um you guys want to send me some links I haven't heard yeah oh I will I'll definitely send you Silvio Rodriguez he he is amazing. He's kind of like the, I think they call him like the Latin American version of oh, like yeah. Bob Dylan. Yeah, that's great. Oh, work. Yeah, that's what they kind of call him in the media and stuff. But yeah, he's really good. And there's another, I think she's from Argentina, actually. Her name's Mercedes Sosa. I hope I'm yeah, saying that I'm right. I apologize if I'm not. Um, she's really good as well. Nice. But that's, but that's so cool. Like even the music you listen to now, and I know I kind of keep saying it, but it's such a variety, you know. And I love the fact that you are really into like your classical players and guitars. And I think what you said as well, um, you know, about kind of challenging yourself and you know, 
like especially the classical guitar because there are kind of some pieces of, of music isn't there that are more challenging than others and it's I think as well for being a musician you kind of have to challenge yourself sometimes don't you to get out your comfort zone it's scary but I think it's needed oh absolutely I, I don't think there's any other way to grow really Mm-hmm, exactly because like with me like I'm like not the best guitar player I literally just kind of like I don't even know what I do I just kind of do my own thing on it but I always say to myself that I'm going to challenge myself and like the challenge I've given myself is that I'm going to like play Come As You Are by Nirvana and I know that's probably not a big challenge because it's probably like, one of an easier <laughs> song to play in the guitar but I'm going to do it one day I'm going to like actually sit there and go in every chord tab that i can find and just do it in YouTube and, video. you know i mean at the, at the same time too it's always good to come back to stuff that's easy too you know it's okay. kind of like a breath of fresh air you need a break from yeah all that all that thinking and thinking about like oh what scales go over this what mode is this mm-hmm. uh you know stuff like that sometimes you just need a break from it all mm-hmm. it's always good to go back to stuff like that <laughs> And I think a lot of the time that can actually be an even more challenging thing as a musician is to just, you know, as Miles Davis said, sometimes it's the notes you don't play that matter the most. Um, You know, just finding that space in between and just playing a few, you know, clean things that just make sense and are appropriate, Mm -hmm. not overthinking your part, you know. Um, A lot of of the stuff I listen to now is more in that vein of just like really – well rounded simplicity or something like that yeah i don't know if you feel the same at one point in your musical like career and that i know for me when i was younger um like i play the fiddle that's like my main instrument and um i was always listening to like traditional scottish and irish players and they would always be playing like really fast and i used to try and play you know their style and i used to get so frustrated because i've used to think I wasn't good enough at my instrument because I couldn't play like them. And I think as well, it's kind of taught me that, you know, everybody has their own style. I mean, it's amazing to get influenced by, you know, other musicians, but it's okay like to have exactly. your own style. Yeah, I couldn't agree more on that. Mm-hmm. I agree 100%. Because yeah. did you, like when you were younger, when you started playing your instruments, Oh, Did you absolutely. ever feel like that yeah. as well? That yeah, well, yeah. Just, mm-hmm. Try to play. Sometimes it feels like people are at competition with what you and stuff like that. Yeah. Or, and I mean, I feel like as young musicians too, you know, I played in school band and we were always kind of kind of at competition with each other. And, it, you know, on one hand, that pushes you to learn more and be a better musician. But on the other hand, you realize that, like, mm-hmm. music's not really a competition. It's a labor of love, you know, so yeah oh exactly exactly so let's now talk about your band deadwood honey so let's go to the beginning how did deadwood honey become a band where did that um, year come from dom and i like the lovely void had kind of ended because our drummer josh had moved across country and you know our guitarist our other guitarist had left and everyone kind of went their separate ways and dom and i still live close to each other and we just like playing music together and you know we didn't really want to like hook up all the instruments and everything so we were just playing acoustically and it just kind of grew out of that yeah and my uh my wife bought me a banjo and she oh yeah, yeah. for um, birthday and she's like oh why don't you learn how to play this and 
Yeah. Um, you picked that so up. Then I really started quick. like, uh, yeah, I was starting to pick it up pretty quick. Um, it's, it was, it's still a lot of fun. I picked it up again after not playing it for a year. Um, once me and Dylan connected again and decided to do the long distance recording and shooting emails back and forth. So I've actually been, uh, playing banjo a lot more recently. Um, it's been fun. Um, I'm trying to learn claw hammer banjo better, different techniques and stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. See, with the banjo, I've heard it's like one of the hardest instruments to play. Like, is that true, or do you find it quite? I think it's very difficult. I'm I'm much better at the guitar, mm -hmm. but um, I love a good challenge. And um, I mean, once you once you get the basics down, banjo can be easy. It's it's really hard to be good at the banjo though um i would say i'm probably intermediate player um i'm nothing like amazing or anything but i can make some pretty cool songs and i try to be original with it and i, I, I like what you do man oh, that's so cool <laughs> <laughs> well thank you <laughs> yeah. what i find interesting as well uh, so to our listeners um you were in um, like metal bands and used to play like a lot of metal music you're also like dead with honey is you know acoustic folk what made you change to the kind of folk side I mean, of music calm down i guess you know <laughs> I, I, I got a couple of like, kids and you know, i'm in my mid-30s so i'm just not in that same headspace you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you, do you miss playing I, metal? Do, what, what was that? Do you miss oh, yeah. Metal and like, music? I still will, like, like you know, music? when no one's home, like, turn up the distortion on the amp and, you know, go nuts for a little while. But um, yeah, I think the way that I think about music now, too, it's just not really the same. Sometimes, like, we, we have a couple of new songs we're doing that are, like, you know, more bluesy, a little bit harder. There's some overdriven guitar in there and stuff, but um, I don't know how Dom feels about it, but for me personally, I just kind of, it. I just grew out of that in terms of my interests and, you know, started discovering more styles of music that I hadn't spent so much time listening to specifically and, you know, wanted to grow as a musician there. Yeah, nowadays I have to wear like earplugs if I play in a really loud band like that. Oh, so sure. Yeah. It kind of grew out of that. I mean, it's still cool. Um, I still do play metal um, just at home, put the amp up like Dylan says and just plug away, do some arpeggios, try to do sweeping, stuff like that, sweep picking. Yeah, I still, I like a lot of that. Like, you know, um, I learned like, bass when i was a metalhead um so i came around to guitar afterward so now i have a lot of fun like trying to learn those techniques because i just never even attempted them when i was a kid so yeah. i think as well um with like especially american folk music i feel like there's so many like different strands in the sense that like like you have bluegrass you have like country and western you also have you know like the blues as well um so it's really interesting that you can play about with that and incorporate it into your own music yeah i mean as well i think we're just you know 
however much you listen to music or whatever you listen to, it's bound to influence you in a way. So I don't know how. It would. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. also, I, I kind of just approach <laughs> like write a song and just make it however it comes out. I don't really try to sound exactly. like any particular genre or anything. I just, yeah. Uh, it just kind of comes and out that way. And sometimes it, it ends up broken. coming out a way that you didn't even plan on it sounding and it and then sometimes it works out great sometimes it doesn't you have to rework it yep um but that that's all the fun of it and i think that's been one of the really fun things about us making music together again is just you know we'll trade like 30 40 emails back and forth a day or more um you know just trying to get little bits of a mix right or something like that and it's like just really fun to have that kind of open um creativity and like refinement and be able to put that much thought into just you know how one track and one you know five second span sounds uh you know on a song yeah because good to ask as well because obviously like the last year and a half for the world it's been mental like it's been mental times in this pandemic and obviously the world shut down and that how how do you think COVID has has it given you more creativity because you know with lockdown has it given you more time to truly focus on music or do you feel like you've struggled with your um creativity about writing songs and music? Um, at all? For me, it's I've just been writing music like crazy. I'm in another music project too called Twist Boat. Um, I probably in the past two years I probably wrote like over thirty songs for that one. And then um, for this project, we just have like five new ones that are almost done. Yeah. And I got another one that I haven't shared with Dylan yet. And yeah, and um, I got I'll just keep plugging more that I plugging away done, at it. So. And... Yeah, it's. I think at first, you know, it was kind of weird, you know, getting back into the habit of just sitting down and writing music regularly. And then once we realized that, I was. Like, oh man, I got all the time in the world to do this. It just took off. So it's been a really nice and productive um year and a half <laughs> now, God. <laughs> or yeah, for, for music wise, yeah, <laughs> it's been it's been great to create all kinds of music. There's nothing else to do. You're kind of just stuck at home. Yeah, there's only so much sure, to do. Why, why not? Um it actually made me um learn Logic Pro more and um, that I was always against, you know, learning all the technology and stuff. I, I still lack technology a little bit, but um, it's coming around. Yeah, learn um, how to use recording equipment. It's been a really enjoyable experience. It's like, you know, I'm sure you know, it's like learning a new instrument itself. So, as I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say as well with a with like technology, like recording like technology and these websites you you can use i like have no clue how to use it like so many times like i try to learn the software but oh, i yeah. just do not know how to do it and i just don't have patience for it i think i'd rather just use my i like my phone or my ipad just to like record and just put it up on instagram i think I'm yeah i think like that instead that's how dom and i both software. are and then you know once we decided to start trading it back and forth online it's like well i mean we're also kind of perfectionists so we want to make something that sounds good to listen to so it's like all right i guess i gotta you know bite the bullet and get some real recording stuff and you know 
do the thing. <laughs> yeah, we were trying to figure out what files to send back and forth and all that stuff. Cool math uh, first. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, do we send MP3? Do we send Wave? What's the best quality to sound send back and forth so we don't lose any of that quality? You know, it's yeah. just all trying to figure it out. And I got to say, YouTube's been like so helpful. <laughs> <laughs> I think as well as like it's an education too, like trying to do these like softwares and that I, I feel like I'll never be able to really go with that I think I'll just iPhone iPad whatever yeah. laptop I'll just put it up <laughs> I think software for me it's like learning math like I'm not great at maths I know nothing about numbers yeah. or anything I'm just like yeah well. if we didn't if, I, if we were not forced to I don't think either of us ever would have really done it but it's worth you know yeah. It's enjoyable to learn how to raise it. See, see as well with like your your music and the like the songwriting process. What inspires you to uh, to write your music? Like, do you ever get like inspiration from books, or from films, or like personal things? Like, yeah. Or um, I mean, no, I don't want to be that you know open ended about it. It's not much of an answer, but um. A lot of the time it'll be, you know, I'll be feeling a certain way throughout the day, you know, work and life or something like that. Or I will, you know, I listen to a lot of other, you know, podcasts, things like that. And that'll get me thinking about, you know, just the way the world's working or whatever it is. And, you know, I don't know how to express myself that eloquently with words or anything like that. So it's like, all right, I'll just pick up my guitar and play for a little bit and get get whatever I'm feeling out. Oh, that's, yeah, that's I'm pretty much the same way, exactly. Um, sometimes uh, uh, nature is a big influence. Like I'll go to the ocean and I'll watch like people surfing or something or have like a relaxing evening watching the sunset. And then I'll come home with like kind of a good vibe and I'll just stuff just starts coming out of my instrument. Um, even like after work when I have to release um, – after a stressful day at work, sometimes, you know, stuff comes out that I didn't expect. And, and then I have to record it with my phone. I'm like, oh, what was I doing? I record it with my phone. Oh, yeah. I remember what I was doing. <laughs> I'll be sitting there noodling, like, you know, wife uh, watching TV or whatever. And I'm like, oh, wait, what am I playing right now? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I think as well, like music's just a therapy, isn't it? Like, I think that's what I love about the songwriting process. Like, anything you feel, or like, even if you're just watching, I don't know, like a storyline from The Simpsons or something, oh, for you sure. can actually get inspired by it, and then you can just turn it out on your your instrument as well. Cause I'm pretty sure, like, I read somewhere, I don't know who this is, but one musician was like heavily inspired by the dictionary. Actually, maybe an Eminem. Did he not used that. to like revise? I the absolutely dictionary believe that to get his rap or something so there you yeah. go even the dictionaries I, I, I like to read a lot and stuff too you know and i i do i take a lot of inspiration from that kind of stuff so um yeah. mm-hmm. Yeah. see as well where did the name dead with honey come oh, from like, yeah, who came yeah there is like, like uh, to be honest like 
Dom and I didn't have a name for the project we were doing uh, when we started kind of recording our old music. And we were in my kitchen, and I think I made, like, corn muffins, and I was eating honey, and I dripped honey into the sound hole of my guitar. And that, that was where the name came from. All yeah. cool. That's so cool. I do like the name. It's, it's quite yeah. a, a sweet name, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, I thought it was a nice cabin name, like, I think. Yeah, thanks. I thought it was cool, too. That's why we went with it. <laughs> <laughs> so like how are you finding you know doing music online because obviously like again like with covid it affected the music scene you know no gigs or anything and as well like streaming services are you know they're kind of number one now for music how did you find like how do you find emailing each other with music and stuff like do you um, find it difficult or do you prefer it, that it has its benefits and its drawbacks it's like it's easy to just record a whole idea of a song and send it to someone and then they can just kind of work on it and get their whole idea back to you. And it's easier to build and record a whole song. But then I feel like, you know, some of the tete-a-tete of just being in a band and, you know, having a dialogue as a song grows organically is, is really missed because, you know, it's really, you know, now I'll, Dom will write something or I'll write something. And it's like, hey, here's here's an idea I came up with. See if you, if you can do something with it, you know. Um, as where before it would be, we would sit down yeah. and do that and then write out a whole song. Or I would have an idea to add to it. We would, you know, kind of build it that way. So, you know, there's there's some plus and minus there. Uh, nothing, nothing beats really playing with other musicians like right there, you know. Yeah, I know. I think definitely that. What what what's your plans for Dead Honey in the future? Like, I know obviously with COVID, everything. No, no, I don't of course. Keep talking about COVID. I'm that's, sorry, guys. That's all right. That's but... what's going on in the world. Yeah, so. how could we not be talking about it? <laughs> I know. Exactly. You know, it's affecting everyone, isn't it? But um, what's the kind of future? Like, what are you doing with Dead Honey? Um, do you have like gigs lined up in the future? when like COVID kind of calms down and nor- normality comes back and albums as well. You need to talk about that if there's anything um, coming out. Yeah. So on Friday, I believe the 23rd, we're releasing an EP. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from six years ago. Our friend Matthew, um, he used to do this thing called kitchen recordings and we recorded live in Dylan's kitchen at the time. He was living in this pink house on Platt. Yep. And our friend Matt brought his his equipment set up, and we just did four songs, and they came out great. I think um, they'll be up on Friday on Spotify. Yep. Um, and uh, we're we we're gonna call it Matthew's album. Um, he's no longer with us, so we figured we carry on his legacy. Yep. Um, and oh, uh, as far as uh, plans after that, we're working on uh, new material. After six years, we're, uh, we're going to work on an album. Um, right now, I think I said earlier, we have five songs um, almost done. Yeah. And um, we're just working on more. And the plan is to release that at some point. Yeah, we'll probably have that out by the end of the summer, I would say. And then um, we're going to re-release all of our old band, The Lovely Voids, recordings uh, here in the next month or so. 
um, under our name as the Lovely Void Recordings, and you know, of course, give everyone information on the other uh, players in the band. But um, you know, I think right now we're mostly just enjoying making music together, and our plans for the future to just keep making music. And if you know people like it, we're really thrilled about it, and we'll keep making music. So you know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, whether people like it or into not, the country, so it's you know, uh, gigging is unfortunately not that doable. <laughs> but you know, I mean, Steely Dan never played a gig, did they? Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Like, it seems like you've been very busy though, as well. So definitely been productive during during the pandemic. Yeah, absolutely. For Dom and I, both music is our therapy. From you know. Yeah. We both work day jobs and, you know, Dom's got a little girl on the way and I have two little girls of my own. So we got, we got a lot going on. So just being able to play music with someone that I've been friends with for more than a decade now is like that. That's the best thing in the world. So. Oh, I was going to say that's such a lovely story as well, though. Like you get right. to make music with your best friend and even family life and work life it does you know as a very busy life it's so good and amazing that you always have time to do music from doing stuff around the house pick up an instrument and go back to what you were doing um so yeah i i got a baby girl that's coming on the way too so i'm pretty nervous and excited at, about that um definitely going to be teaching her how to play some instruments see <laughs> it's got to start them young, oh, right? Awesome. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you do. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. I'm really uh, looking forward to, uh, to your album. Get it out there and, out. you know, oh. yeah, love to get any feedback you have. But either way, we're just really happy to be putting it out. We hope everybody enjoys it. I think that's the main thing. Like, I think as long as, like, yous enjoy it. You know, you enjoy making music. You know, you're doing it with your good friend as well. Um, you know, that's the main thing as well, isn't it? As long exactly. as you enjoy it, that's the main exactly. thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So just kind of before um, we finish the episode, I'm really interested, because you live in America, and I feel like... Um, you know, the music scene is going to be quite different from what it is in Scotland. What is, like, your local um, music scene In Colorado, like? things are starting to open back up. We have, um, like, that Red Rocks Amphitheater that, you know, is probably our, you know, our biggest venue here. And they've started actually booking some shows um, either for late this year or early next year. So at least they're thinking they're going to be able to reopen. In town here, our... Um, venue the black sheep which is kind of our indie metal show place they they actually started doing shows again and of course it's a reduced capacity and i think they're doing you know social distancing and everything but at least people are starting to get to play live again in, in at least some capacity yeah yeah same here um things are starting to open up at uh capacity um and uh, i know that there's something called the Green River Music Fest. It's an outdoor festival in Western Mass. Um, I've been seeing uh, festivals pop up on on the news feeds, and um, th- that's in August. So it looks like concerts are going to happen again um, this summer. So pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. 
Oh, I know, it's, it's just things, isn't it? You never thought would ever get taken away from you, like live music. Oh, yeah, um, the things we take for granted, about right? a year and a half. Crazy. Oh, I know, I definitely think live music, never would have thought, you know, a year and a half would be having no music and now things are finally starting to kind of pick up a little bit. Yeah, it's it's been a long stretch, but... Um, it's coming to an end, so no, no, a little bit at the end there's, of the There's hope. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, I really have loved every minute talking oh, we to you. Yeah. Oh, I love You need to come on again. Had fun. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> thank you so much for having us on. Yeah. Anytime you want to do another oh, one, yeah. you know, just let us know. <laughs> uh, and, and um, please, um, oh, anybody listening, yeah, uh, check us out on Spotify, on. Apple Music, uh, SoundCloud. We are Deadwood Honey, and our EP comes out on the 23rd. We have a uh, one song up called A Fleeting Moment, and that's out right now to stream on all platforms. So please check us out. Thank you so much for having us on again. Thank you. Oh, it's no trouble at all. Um Good luck um, for your song coming oh, out. So It'll be amazing. You are so talented. And just, oh, it's no bother. I think as well, like, I forgot to say this earlier on. Um, do you not think with Instagram, it really has picked I gotta up? I got to say, I don't think we would be having this conversation were it otherwise. You know, it, it's forced a lot of us to get right. outside of our, you know, old comfort zone of, you know, we'll just play enough shows that eventually people will figure out who we are type of thing. And it's like, you know what? There's actually like a whole world out there that we just need to get ourselves out to and you know i'm sure there are a lot of people that would love what we're doing that's actually yeah. how we found you iona so yeah. thank you instagram yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I know thank you instagram i know i never would have thought in my life that because i was just using instagram like before like lockdown and stuff just you know general exactly. things like i don't know posting pictures up with friends and that but i never would have thought I would have met so many talented and incredible musicians like yourselves over Instagram. It's it's been a godsend. It really has been such a positive and I, and thing I think to come out of this like lately of music. since we've been paying more attention to it, it's been kind of a really cool source of inspiration just because you see so many um just honest musicians that are just trying to make something happen and there's there's so much amazing talent out there. And it's just really cool to see. Um, yeah there there really is um oh, there's definitely more of an underground talent than a mainstream talent i would say <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. i find i find a lot of mainstream music nowadays is like auto-tune on their voice and yeah. um it's just it's just really bad i don't get why yeah. people like it so i mean much, it's but... interesting to look at what the producers are doing i will say they're doing some really really cool stuff but it's like there's the same like 10 producers that are making all of pop happen so it's kind of crazy yeah oh definitely i agree with uh, what both you're saying um i definitely think the underground scene is on instagram as you said you know the amount of hashtags like it's crazy how you can literally put in like three hashtags like i don't know, like hashtag classic rock or hashtag uh, grunge music cover or something and the amount of like different variety of yeah i mean pop it's, up. it's been like, a really just crazy just a breath of fresh air and just a really cool experience to start learning about you know 
very legacy, which I think is also one of the coolest things about music. Mm. Oh, I was listening Thank to you. it earlier on. It's really good. Yeah, Thank really you talented. so much. It's a nice, I feel like I've definitely discovered like a new band with you. Like, I'm really excited for your album to come out because I'm going to be listening to it. And especially like if I'm doing, uh, like if I'm trying to get inspired by like new lyrics and that or like new beats, I feel like your album is going to inspire me to write new music. That makes me a fan. That's probably the best compliment I've ever, ever received ever. (laughs) Thank you. <laughs> oh, it's no bother. But as it um that was a really good wee song there, String of Bells. And I will put that on. And honestly, guys, thank you so much again. Oh, we, I know I've said this I, before, we but have I have to. really yeah. enjoyed myself Absolutely. Uh, talking to you. Most definitely. Uh, <laughs> and keep doing I always think this as well with Instagram, like just keep doing what you're doing, I think as well. It's. I feel like there's just a whole new musical community now over on Instagram, and I think as you say, like even with the style that you play, you can tell that like music is your passion and that you just love music. So as well, keep going on. As we well, will, and, and like again, it, we'd love to do one of these again. We we'll um, you know, once the new album's coming out, we'll uh, definitely uh, be talking to you. Keep doing your podcast. Yeah, and I gotta say, I've enjoyed listening to your podcast and the, just the variety of musicians you have on. So. Oh, thank you. I do enjoy it. Um, getting to listen to like people's type of music and that, and um, you know, getting to know more people in that as well. So, but yes, you are definitely coming back on in the future. <laughs> awesome, awesome. There you go. Well. <laughs> well everyone that's another um, episode of the music is live podcast uh, dead with honey thank you so much for coming on and as you said listeners get listened to them on spotify there's a lot of exciting stuff for them their album's coming out soon and what do you usually right. do well, i always leave later well, you all right i use it you know i'm split hairs a million options right yeah oh chicken and beef one two